Welcome, welcome back to another episode of I Can't Wait to Tell You. And today, what I can't wait to tell you about is my view on serving sizes. So the other day, I was having the best day. I was at the beach with my sister, and I got really hungry, so I was like, okay, let me just walk back to the house and get some food I had not eaten yet, but I was getting really hungry. So I walk back and I start eating some bananas and some watermelon and then some peanut butter. And as I'm eating peanut butter, extremely happy and in my element, just spooning out of the jar, I thought, oh, I should stop. Like, I've definitely had more than two tablespoons, i.e. the recommended serving size. Then I had this epiphany after I started walking back to the beach, still kind of craving more serving sizes, who the F comes up with a serving size and serving sizes or these recommended amounts that I should be eating definitely accounted for like a good amount of my distorted thoughts when I was like in the midst of, or even now, right? Like I was just the other day thinking, oh, I should stop eating this peanut butter because I'm going over the two tablespoons. And there was a time again, up until like two weeks ago where I would measure out with tablespoons and teaspoons recommended serving sizes until finally I was like, hold up, wait a minute. Who decides this anyways? Throwback. Remember that song? But, um, but really, so today's episode is just on serving sizes. I don't even know if this is going to be a flash episode or a regular or like a longer episode because I feel like I could say a lot about this, <laughs> but it's also pretty simple because, all right, so let's just start here. You, first of all, the whole notion of a serving size is insanity when you really think about it. Like, why is it necessary? I, I understand nutritional facts. I understand that. But why a serving size? And the percentages based on the 2,000 calories, like all of these things on there besides the facts, breaking down the micro and macronutrients or whatever is on there, the serving size is just crazy. So you buy something and on the back, it tells you how much you should be eating. What? How? So this bag of potato chips is essentially telling a 55-year-old 250-pound construction worker the same serving size <laughs> for a 13-year-old girl. Think about that. I haven't really thought about that till now. Like, what? What? This is insanity. So it's just, it's like kind of funny now because now, like I was just eating kid you not, I was just eating mango slices, slices of dried mango people. And in my head, the serving size, the recommended serving size popped into my head. And I was like, no, no, I'm not only having seven of these dry slices of mango, I'm going to have the entire bag. So anyways, I found some articles online so that it's not just me rambling on about how I just can't get over the whole notion of serving sizes. And I'm actually going to read a little excerpt just so you guys can hear what this one article I found said. And most of them honestly were consistent with like what this one says, but I liked this one and how they wrote it. So it says, how are serving sizes determined? 
with old data. The Food and Drug Administration provides an exhaustively detailed set of guidelines to help manufacturers set portion sizes based on the amount the average person is likely to eat at once, or, in jargon, the quote-unquote reference amount customarily consumed, end quote. The agency arrives at this figure, always expressed in grams, by factoring in survey data, recommendations from food and nutrition organizations, and customs in other countries. <laughs> One reason official serving sizes seem so small is that the survey da- data comes largely from studies conducted by the U.S. Department of Agriculture in the 1970s and 80s, when Americans consumed less food than they do now. In 2005, the FDA began the slow process of updating the rules to reflect how we eat now, but the agency is far from finished. I'm going to let you take that in. Let's let's break this down. Okay. Let's start with set portion size based on the amount the average person is likely to eat. Who the hell is the average person? <laughs> what who's the average person? There what is it a, a male, a female? Is it someone who weighs 300 pounds is it someone who weighs 100 pounds that there's there's no way to find an average person in an audience that is a consumer right that's just craziness second of all the reference amount customarily consumed again i know that okay don't get me wrong i know that they probably conducted surveys like they talk about but how do they know how much people are customarily consuming even if they took 100 people Let's say Lay's took a hundred people, even a thousand people. Millions of people are eating Lay's potato chips. What is customarily consumed? And then the agency arrives at this figure and then just takes in all of these different things into account. And it all started in the 70s and the 80s when people ate completely differently and not as much. So all of these things just from that one excerpt is like, okay, so this just doesn't make sense, right? And another excerpt from... A an article I found says there are also rules for rounding in parentheses. If a package contains between two and five servings, round to the nearest half serving. But if it contains more than five servings, round to the nearest serving, as well as rules for measuring different types of pasta, <laughs> like macaroni versus lasagna. You guys, can you even know what? There is rounding going on. If if there's more than five servings, they're like, okay, this is 5.1 servings. Let's just, well, I guess that would be rounded down. But you know what I mean. Like, it's just complete nonsense. Macaroni and lasagna are measured differently because they're different shaped noodles. I mean, I, uh, oh, my goodness. It's just like, I'm not trying to be negative. I hope I don't seem like I'm being negative. I'm just calling all of this out because for so long I let myself fall into the, into the, I can only have two tablespoons of peanut butter. As you can tell, I'm really upset that I've been, (laughs) only letting myself have two tablespoons of peanut butter (laughs) instead of the whole jar. I'm not trying to be negative. I'm trying to poke fun at this idea that, I mean, I'm sure they meant really well. Like, okay, here's like how much you should be eating for people who are struggling. Like, I totally get that. So I want to reframe this. I'm very grateful for what they are trying to do. Um, 
But you don't have to live by these serving sizes, nor do you even have to look at them, people. I'm not going to look at them anymore. I'm going to try to forget about them. I ate a lot of peanut butter today. Who knows how much? Maybe I had several t- seven tablespoons, several tablespoons. Maybe I had one tablespoon. I ate intuitively and I didn't think about it, nor use measuring tools, <laughs> right? So one more thing I want to read and I'm reading these so that, again, just it wasn't just me rambling, but this last excerpt says, For simplicity's sake, the FDA encourages manufacturers to label a container as a single serving, quote-unquote, if the entire contents of the package can reasonably be consumed at a single eating occasion, end quote, even if it's more than twice the recommended consumption. For example... Someone who buys a 20-ounce soda bottle is probably going to drink it all at once because it is labeled as single serving, even though the recommended consumption is eight fluid ounces. All in all, in summary for this essay on serving sizes, I think that serving sizes are bullshit. (laughs) The end. So... I guess this is a flash episode. I will label it as such when I upload it. But I had to just have a little fun with this because the moment I realized the other day that this is just made up and it's all crazy, like, guys, I'm going to try to save you from the amazing, beautiful life energy that we have flowing through us. And I used to spend it counting almonds. What? What? (laughs) In this vast universe where we are connected to this great consciousness or God or source and we are here to fulfill a purpose and have joy and have fun and there's oceans and there's peanut butter and there's other people and there's margaritas and there's beaches and there's coffee things that I love I was wasting all of my energy that I could have been spending on those things or drinking all of them or eating all of them as much as I want counting calories using teaspoons oh my god using teaspoons using measuring cups Tonight, I went to have an English muffin with butter for dinner with with a huge salad, of course. And um, after I realized one dainty English muffin is not going to be enough. So had another one with earth balance butter and cinnamon sugar. No, coconut sugar and cinnamon. You guys, I die. But. I went to look at the Food for Life. This is a brown rice, (laughs) gluten-free English muffin. Do you guys know what the serving size for this small English muffin is? Half of a muffin. In what world? (laughs) Literally in what world? Not this one, for me, at least. Again, maybe it is for you, but that is not... a. 110 calories and half of an English muffin is no serving of any sort for me, not even a snack. So... I digress, but I just have fun with it. Use it if you if you think it's useful to you. But again, I just don't want you spending any of your lovely energy and mindset on these crazy, silly, made up things and regulations. Who, like, who made them? And I do have. I, I was like, how am I going to find a quote for this? But I found a quote that I kind of like that goes along with this, and it's by Yogi Berra, and the quote is, you better cut the pizza in four pieces because I'm not hungry enough to eat six. (laughs) And I love that, right? Like, it's just, it's perspective, and it's what you want, and 
have the whole pizza, have two slices of pizza, have the whole pizza, but have it cut into four instead of six, and then it's one serving, right? So have fun with it. Don't overthink it. I had fun recording this episode because I was genuinely laughing while I was reading the studies that I found. And as always, like, this is just for me sitting at a coffee shop and reading it and thinking about it for myself after meditation, of course, (laughs) so that I know that I'm flowing in the right direction. But if you guys ever have opposing thoughts or whatnot, totally DM me. I'm open to discuss all this stuff, right? Like if you if you think that serving sizes are necessary, let's like let's talk about it. I would love to hear other thoughts and sides of the course. But overall, this little episode was just some thoughts that I had to help you and I couldn't wait to tell you this. So I hope you guys have an amazing rest of your day or night, wherever you are, whatever time it is. And I hope you enjoyed this episode. As always, you know where to find me. I'm on Instagram, C-A-S-E-Y underscore Edward. I would love you guys to DM me even if you don't have much to say. I would love to get to know every single one of you that listens. There's actually been thousands of downloads of this. I can't even, I'm getting goosebumps already. And I, I can't really believe it. I'm beyond grateful, but I would really love to get to know any of you. I'm storying all the time, as you will see, and I would love to chat about any and everything, about peanut butter or about quantum physics or about the law of attraction or about meditating. And my website is www.caseyedward.com. And one other thing, I actually have some cool things coming up. As you guys know, I do life coaching, but I am making a shift from one-on-one coaching to some group coaching. So I will leave you with that, but I'm going to plant that seed because this group coaching is going to be amazing. Group coaching or an online course? I'm not really sure which. I think maybe both. But anyways, namaste, everyone. I love you all. I'll talk to you soon.